Welcome to the Walt Weekly Podcast with your host, Walter Latham Sr. and co-host, Michelle Sweeney-McCombs. Today's show, Men's Night, their version of Ladies' Night, Roles, Expectations, and Parenting Today. Today's guests, returning panel members, Christopher Sweeney, retired sanitation worker and owner of Johnny Roof Smokehouse. We also have Gregory Coleman, owner of Illumination Media and Technology, and also the Walt Weekly Audio Video Tech. Welcome to the show. Enjoy the show, folks. Part one. Hello, and thanks for joining the Walt Weekly. In this episode, the men of the Walt Weekly respond to the ladies' night. I mean, actually, the women called us out on this episode, which is part one. The lady said, you know, black men needed to step up their game, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, that black men weren't doing enough. You know, we're not doing enough in our children's lives. But they did say that black women, some of them, were using their, were holding back their kids from seeing their father. All right. So I interjected, and, and if help, the audience goes back to uh, part one and two of Ladies' Night, then they can. this will be the segue into this episode where the black men are what we're doing, clapping back. Okay? So did y'all guys get a chance to listen to that episode? Sure did. All right. Yeah, it took a, a couple of tidbits from it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. All right. Y'all guys on point then. Mm-hmm. I'm, not mad at, I'm not mad at them. Um, I understand where it, where it's coming from. I don't agree with everything, you know, but I do understand. Maybe that's part of us beginning to uh, work this out, us understanding them and them understanding us. What do you think about when they said that men would have to step up their game? Uh, men were not necessarily the leaders of their household. What do you think about that? I think... I think some we do need to step our game up, but you have to be you have to have a willing participant to be a leader to 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 be leaders in your household, right? So one minute they don't want to be led by us, and then when things go bad, we're not being the leaders in our household. Everybody has a defined role, right? And the lines have been blurred in in those roles, and it's only when things don't go well, people start pointing fingers. What role do you play? What, what, what assistance are you giving your man to build him up? Now, don't get me wrong, women shouldn't be holding us up, but they also shouldn't be pushing us out there to be, you know, to be slaughtered. I said to you one time, well, the most educated group of people in this country right now are black women. They are decorated with degrees, education, all kinds of things. So there's a host of reasons why sometimes men feel alienated from that. And women are less threatening to society. That's why they're able to move through those systems as as easy as they are and are garnering all these degrees and all of this stuff but you can't forget about your household, right? right? And if these men are behaving the way they are, who's raising them? If the men is if there, if there are no men in the household, 
then it's the women raising these men to become what they are right now. You got you to gotta look in the mirror when you say, hey, what kind of men are coming down the pike? You guys are raising them. Well, don't you think that, that that's uh, a lot of men to get away with, you know, not... But why, why are you... Right, why are you raising them by yourself? Because it's very easy to say, I don't need you, get out, get on public assistance, get your act together, go get your degrees, get your college education. Not, I'm not saying this is all women, but many of these women use these kids as pawns and put them in the middle. And if I can't be a man in my house, I got to walk out. You can't play, you can't be the mother and the father. I don't step on your toes when you are mothering. Why are you stepping on my toes when I'm fathering? I got to be able to have a voice in my house. And if I, if I don't have a voice, then what am I there for? Now I'm, I'm weak. And that's what my son sees, a weak man. I got pride, you know. I'm not going to be belittled and kicked. And then I got to look at my son in his face, and this is what he sees. A lot of men don't want to do that. They'd rather walk out. I'm not saying it's right, but you you cannot tear your man down, especially in front of his children, especially, and that's what's happening. Okay, I you know I, I sat I sat and listened to listened to the podcast, and 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 I won't say you know I was mad, but I was I was a little disappointed in the assessments, and I'm gonna tell you why. I think you know a lot of that we we buy into. A lot, almost, I mean, the same societal tropes that we get, you know, the black man this, the black man that, the black woman this, the black woman that. And that stuff has been fed and shoved down our throat for for a couple of generations now. And it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily true. It all depends on where you're at and what you're paying attention to. So first of all, it, it almost, it buys into what we say all along. We say one of the biggest problems in, in the, in the African-American community is how we're pitted one against the other. And that really just goes and buys into that. When you say the but black man can't do this. Strategy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but, you know, sometimes yeah, it's divide and conquer, but sometimes we look in the wrong direction to who set us up like that. You know, we look at the, you know, we look at the power structure and the man with the money. And now, you know, it's it's almost we, it's easy for us to point in the Republican conservative uh, direction. Liberals were just as guilty. You know, oh, you guys had it bad and you guys. And, and that is just we they play into the tropes and we we, we eat it. We eat it up like, yeah, we had it bad. Yeah, we had it bad. And y'all on that podcast were saying the same thing. Oh, yeah, black men had it tough. And uh, yeah, and, and women got to go out and, and wear the pants and this, that, and the other. And that's not the situation. Yeah, it's the situation in certain situ- certain certain situations. communities, certain environments. But I know a whole lot of black men that stand up, father their kids, the head of their family, and that's not a negative thing to say when a black man is the head of the family. Nowadays, and it's a liberal thing too, that, you know, oh yeah, the toxic male masculinity and blah, blah, blah. Look, look, it's all right for a man to be masculine. That's what we were born to be. 
And it's not necessarily going to create a rift in the household. A woman is looking for a man to be masculine and looking for a man that's going to stand up, be strong and provide. So when it comes down to the dynamic between the two, I don't I don't know that many black men that are threatened by a strong woman. My wife is strong and I admire that. We learn where we're strong, what she's better at, what I'm better at. But she wants a man to run the household. She wants her man to be a man. And we can't buy into them telling us that we can't be men and women can't be women. Look, we're not threatened by that. We go back generations. In Africa, the black woman was strong. In in the transatlantic slave trade, the black woman was strong. And the man wasn't intimidated by that. He wanted his his woman to be strong. You know? She it's the, exactly, but they weren't necessarily, you know, demeaning. One didn't demean the other, and we forget that it takes the two of them. the The beginning of the black family is the couple, and yep, then right. they have children, and that's when that's they the pour family. into those yep. children. The children mm-hmm. need to see a healthy black, a strong black woman, a strong black man, and even more so, the strong couple working together. That's what they learn. We've dropped the ball on that because we let and 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 again, I'm not taking the blame off for off of conservatives and Republicans. That power system, because to me they're all one and the same, mm-hmm. they disarm working from different angles. And yeah. from different, yeah, coming from different directions. One's cutting off your head, the other's chopping you off at the knees. So, so I guess me, that's where we also add you know let me also add the dynamics in the country have changed when our parents were younger raising us or even before them there wasn't a need for both parents to be out of the house at the same time working so the economic structure in this country also has a role to play in where we are Mm -hmm. because both people need to be outside of the house now to work and to to maintain a household I gave a, an example. We had a show a while back, and I gave an example. We were talking about the football players. And I remember saying, this kid in Philadelphia, um, Hertz, his father is very prominent in his life and where he is today as a starting quarterback in the league. And not one, when he was in the Super Bowl and making that playoff role, run not one time did they ever interview that father but let it been let him been raised by a single mother she would have been on the tv they would have been raised talking about how his father was probably in prison or not around walked out mm. on the family and the mother but anytime there's a strong black male figure in the life of one of these athletes you don't see that expose done on them they would it, even give them on purpose. Yes, they will. It, 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 they will never even speak. They don't to want this. They don't want you to see that positive. Exactly. Model. Right. But I'm gonna tell you the truth. We can't. We can't let that slow us down. You got to ignore that. That that noise. And internally, we got to keep doing what we do and promoting what we promote. And I'm telling you, it keep. I keep saying we got to create our own echo ecosystem that. It's not dictated by what they think and how they make us think. 
We've all we've done that in the past. And and that's what we need to do now. We got to resist what the media is telling us. The media is telling us that women need to that turn black women automatically to tell them that, you know, their battle is with us and you need to battle the, the glass ceiling. And, and, you know, it's all about feminism because when you start thinking like a feminist, you start thinking that it's just about me, that I'm in this alone. And I'm, and, and I, and I gotta, I gotta have all my, my knives out ready to attack. And that pushes you away from that black man who they're telling you. And and you know what? I say it pushes you away from that black man. The same dynamic exists in every in every community. Black, white, Asian, whatever. If the woman is pushing away from the man, there's a problem. There's Let me a tell problem. you something. Women need to be on the look. Their roles are being challenged as women right now. Hmm. I mean, they're trying to... Th- change the definition of what a woman is. I mean, I don't want to get off into that, but it's it has a role to play in this. No, it definitely the, does, Chris. It, it has a role to play does. in this. You know, they're questioning, there are people who are not women trying to change what the definition of being a woman is. But they slowly and surely been doing that for a couple of generations. Exactly. It's been subtle, subtle, of, subtle, and now it's beating you in the head. It's kicking you in the right. face. So it makes women feel like they're being attacked at a lot of different ends. And instead of lashing out at all of that, they come home and lash out at their partner that they're with. Okay. I do have a question. Something that you alluded to, Gregory, earlier. Yeah, you alluded to the fact that, you know, uh, black men and black women was using the excuse of, you know, I can't do that basically because of ABCD. All right. Kina indicated on on part, you know, on that show, Ladies Night, that we got to stop using poverty and and ghetto and coming from from the projects as an excuse not to move forward. So what are y'all guys thoughts on that? I agree with her. I agree with her because, I mean, we've been it don't look me saying and her saying that that we got to stop using that as an excuse. Doesn't ain't saying that that's not the case. That it doesn't exist. Yeah, but we've overcome worse. Like and you've heard me say this how many times on 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 previous uh, shows? We achieved the most right after slavery. Well, we had our the the more yep. most ran our own businesses, our own mm-hmm. ecosystem because we mm-hmm. knew we couldn't go over there to support we our, our, our to support each other. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We built and we got strong and we weren't pious about an elitist in our thinking about what we were going to do and what we not going to do. You know what I mean? It didn't matter. Some might have gone to college or or went after the education. But guys picked up the, the anvil, the, you know, the, the blacksmith, the butcher, you know, the, the, the every occupation was covered. Because they knew their community needed that. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, we don't. There's certain things we want to do, certain things we don't want to do. We well, we we I got also to think, ourselves in our community. Yeah, and I also think just because you're poor doesn't mean it doesn't cost you anything to be respectful to each other. That's the truth. There's no price on that. 
Mm-hmm. You could you could come from the worst conditions, but as long as you still have that respect for one of us, one another, it doesn't cost you anything. So that's not an excuse because I'm poor, I'm impoverished, and I come from these, and I got it tough. What does that have to do with you respecting your mate? It all comes from your own self-image, your own self-worth, your own right. self-pride. That look, you know, and, and you know, sometimes, you know. You know me, I'm I'm gonna get religious with it sometime. When you I think agree. you're a king and you come from a king, then that's what your standard is. You know, there's mm-hmm. nothing mm-hmm. left. There's nobody. I'm not less than anybody. Mm-hmm. And once you start thinking like that, that you demand and you have dominion and authority over everything on this earth, you're gonna change your mindset. You're not walking around, you know, with your head down that I can't get a break and I can't do this. You make your break. That's how my grandfather raised me. You know, there's no woe is me. No, uh, I can't do this and I can't get out of here with that, boy. You got to value you yourself. Get it. Yeah. yeah, you, you but, do. But they don't, have, they don't have our grandfathers, right? Yeah, they don't have yeah. our fathers. Our generation is different. You know, when you look at uh, these children that are, are growing up now, their values are totally different. But you know. Well, but but how, why is that? Why is that, though? We gotta because they're not them. teaching them. We got to take some ownership in that. Because yes, now we are the men that absolutely. they should be that should be pulling them over to the side and say, "Hey, that's not the way to do it, man. That's not that's us. <laughs> they, who we can't expect nobody else to lift up our young men." But it's right. difficult right. too, even though we're doing it right. They have so many different things clawing at them. You got entertainment. You got the music mm-hmm. that they're listening right. to. The mm-hmm. places that they're going, all you, all everything is social media, TikTok, all of that. Yeah. So it's a constant barrage of foolishness being injected into these people, into these young minds that you have to almost, you know, you got to be diligent in what mm-hmm. you're doing. You got to constantly reinforce it because they are constantly being attacked with nonsense. It's in the, mm-hmm. it's in the, the music they listen to. The, the the you know degrading of women by these guys and then these women all they're doing is selling sex like right. if that's all you have to offer somebody that's 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 the value that I see in you if that's all you show me mm-hmm. what how else am I supposed to treat you if you don't show me anything other than that but let me let me interject something in the meantime yeah go ahead just what Chris was saying just like Chris was saying. I mean, it's not just one entity. And this is where I was going back to with, you know, with the, you know, women are doing this, man's doing this. It's a combination. How many generations, how many years have you seen the steady decline in that people almost run from it and laugh at it, the traditional black family? Because it takes the traditional black family. And I know, you know, I don't, I I know, I don't know, you know, about Walt. I didn't come from the, you know, traditional black family. I was a single, you know, my mother raised me and my brother and my sister. Yes. You know what I mean? I know, you know, Michelle and Chris, mom and dad were there. But was it in and Michelle, you explained it uh, in during the last show. It wasn't Brady Bunch traditional. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But each person played yeah, their role. And we got to we got to strengthen that because society is tearing that up. Just like Chris was saying, they changing the definition of what a, they almost look on with scorn, the traditional family, not just the traditional right. black family, 
but the traditional, traditional family. family. Period. Traditional family, period. It's missing from every community. Don't just let them tell you it's missing from the black community. It's missing from every community. It definitely is. I'm yeah. in, I'm in total agreement that. with you. And that was a point that I, that I wanted to make was the fact that right now, uh, you got 70 to 75% of uh, unmarried women that have kids. All right, the black man is not in the picture. Or if he is, he's remote somewhere. Okay? And I was saying that we have to, as a race, as an African-American, we have to go back to the traditional family unit. All right? Since the 60s the, and, and, and the oncoming of desegregation, we got the short end of the stick. So what happened was, is that we forgot where we came from. Like you said, we have to go back. Otherwise, we're not going to exist 50 years from now. Well, I agree with that, right? So just like anything that, because nothing that happens here is by accident. Everything is strategic, right? Just like they flooded our communities with drugs, you know, all of these things. Now, you know, the feminization of men, all of this mm. stuff, it, it, it starts in our community. But what, what people don't understand is there are, no, there are no borders. There's no boundaries stopping that stuff from spreading all over the country. So, yes, you may have implemented this to pick on a certain community, but it has spread throughout. And they don't have control over it anymore. Yeah. But you, you, you see what I'm saying? Definitely. Yes. You know, Definitely. I just watched... This might be a little off topic, but it's on topic. I just watched the verdict. Uh, Johnson and Johnson had to pay out like two hundred seventy-five million dollars for the opioid crisis, right? Mm -hmm. But that affected a community, right? But where was that aid to the African American community mm -hmm. when the crack oh, epidemic okay. destroyed our communities, right? So they understand that the the things that they plant and seed grow out and it affects their communities as well, but they also have a back door where they're trying to help their community overcome some of these things. Like you got a lot of Christian based, uh, you know, movements right now to counteract some of this feminization of these men and the lines being blurred and women's, uh, uh, women, the role of women being challenged. It's not the traditional role anymore. They are fighting back. What are we doing in our community to fight back? Okay, I think now I do want to pose this question to y'all guys. Do you think that black men are not motivi motivated? Oh, absolutely not. I think we are motivated. Because there is a consensus out there that we're not. And but we where does that consensus come from? Yeah. That's, you know, that's just like I know a lot of people. brothers that are home. They're in their homes, raising their kids yeah. in the lives of their children. Mm -hmm. I don't, I got a lot of people I could point to. I don't see very many. It's not well, something they, that I see on a regular. They go into the poor communities and do that. That's why they don't take a census everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, that's like, that's out there, you know, that, yeah. which is always negative. Anything negative that they can find, they, they, they're going to use. That's like mm -hmm. when people come up to you and say, you know, they said, who's right. they? Who's that? Right. Okay. I want to know oh, who that right. is before right. we, we talk about that. So the consensus, the consensus from who? 
You know, right. now don't get me wrong. I'm not, the you know, eyes wide open. You, I mean, you look at your mainstream, your mainstream media. That's, yeah. that's where it's coming from. Yeah, but the right. main, that's what I'm saying. The mainstream media is, I don't care what is Fox, MSNBC, whatever. They yeah. making money off of us. They, mm -hmm. to stoke our anger, to stoke our fear, to create a faction, and they all getting filthy rich off of us. And they're mm -hmm. setting the tone. Now, yes, but look what's happening to the country while they're getting rich. Mm -hmm. they look the what's happening to this place. Why didn't why? It, 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 it's seeping into the politics. It's seeping into everything. That's my point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everything. And mm -hmm. all for them to be rich. Yeah. I mean, there's a price to pay when you they implement these rich, kind of plans. Yes. Yeah, but you know, if everybody's attitude is, you know, they ain't worried about the the price to pay 20, 30 years down the line. They trying to get theirs now, you know. Right. And and, and that's a, that's a doggone shame. But we got to raise our consciousness and intelligence. And oh, I should, you know, it's not intelligence. Our consciousness, our awareness, and and realize the game that's being played, and understand, you know, we keep throwing out there, you know, the culture, the culture, the culture, the culture. We can't let outside forces dictate what the culture is. We should Too be creating the culture. Hijacking the yeah. culture. Yeah. 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 Or even we so within our own even so within our own culture, being all the board of directors out here and working in the community a lot, our culture still needs a lot of work. Definitely. Oh absolutely. Right. Definitely. Absolutely. Because no, we our culture are so needs, divided. Yeah, we're so divided and so selfish. Yeah, we're we're very selfish in a lot of ways. You know, that's because Everybody we let be other folks tell us what the culture is. Well, that's no culturally no, acceptable. Not, no, I did, not I here. I, I noticed that with a lot of black organizations out here working since I've been doing Juneteenth. Mm -hmm. The culture really needs a lot of work. And within, it's not from outside sources. It's within we have issues with insecurities. Respect. You know, respect for each other, one another. And just working together, we, you know, our community has a hard time of working. But it could, you know, it could stem from other things, you know, the mentality of slavery and stuff. But you can't keep using those as excuses. When do you fix it? Well, one thing I came yeah. across doing research uh, for the show was that slavers, all right, the slave owners, all right, slavers quickly learned that African Americans can be quite peaceful, but also quite militant when need be. In Haiti, the slave master didn't break up the family and up the family structures once formed. This allowed the Haitians to create a slave community and a common bond. Because of this, Haiti became the first country in the world to liberate itself from slavery. Up until that point, only Spartacus, if y'all guys remember Spartacus being on it, only Spartacus was successful in raising a rebellion against the status quo. Which is true. And that's why Haiti's still suffering. See, I've, they're paying a heavy price Haiti for it. Yeah, they're Haiti paying a heavy price for what? it. Yeah, they're definitely paying a heavy price. No one helps them. No, but they are, uh, are an example of what... I'm, I'm not saying we need to fight anybody. Don't get me wrong. Okay? But you can take something from that and say, okay, what are we doing? Model something on coming together. We need to be together, not split apart the way we are now. That's our major problem. And going back, trying to circle back to, you know, the response to uh, Ladies' Night and the things that were said there that mm -hmm. are believed, you know, there's a belief system in that. 
And, uh, you know, we just, yeah. And we didn't have, like I say, a, 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 a disagreement amongst ourselves about who is this and, and what this person should be doing. And we're not supporting that person because of this, that's this, this. We are all part of the tribe. African-Americans me, are part of the tribe. Let me ask you, Walt, because yeah. you're, you're, you're a little older than all of us, and I respect uh, your path and your knowledge. I appreciate it. At what point in time did you think the black family was broken? Can, I know it's hard to pinpoint it, but at what point? Desegregation, Chris. Desegregation. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's when it was broken. And you know what, Walt? You said that, yeah. like early in when we first, you know, started doing the, the Walt Weekly, and I disagreed with you. Mm. But I'm starting to wake up to that to that theory now. You know, they give a whole lot of credibility to that. You know, just a lot of reading I've done on it, and and yeah, yeah, I, I think it's that true. Was a- My mom used to say the same thing. The black community did better prior to that. I was in, during the research, I was able to pull among black students in higher education, women are more likely than men to earn degrees. Black women get 64.1%, so you're talking about within, in our group, 64.1% of bachelor's degrees and 71.5% of master's degrees mm-hmm. and 65.9% of doctoral, medical, and dental degrees. And fewer students of color attend four-year colleges than white students do. 30.6%. 27.1% of blacks and 39.3% of whites. All right, students of color are significantly more likely to attend for profit colleges than HBCU. So I wanted to put that out there uh, for the audience, all right, so that we can compare apples to apples. I got a couple of questions. Yes, please. From, from those stats. And, and this is a, an, an exception I took on the previous show also. Okay. I understand that. Those statistics are probably spot on. But that can't be the only barometer for a successful man or a successful black. That's not the only college is not the only pathway to success. Now they value the trades, Greg. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I was getting, you know, I wasn't trying to throw you under the bus or anything like that, Chris, but do you have a college degree? And no, you, I have a I I do have a I have an associate's, but, 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 but I, I'm hold on, but I'm gonna tell you, I forget to even tell people that <laughs> I have that because I don't value it because it's not what got me where I am today. That's that it's was the my trades. Point. It's yeah. the trades that got me that was where my I am. Point. But but that, you that gotta remember something. Mm-hmm. You gotta remember something. A lot of those trades jobs, those union jobs. African-American men started to get into those jobs in big numbers and it was, it was turning the tide and they took that away. They, they devalued those jobs. They made every, listen, I have nothing against college. I mm-hmm. think it's a great thing. If you want to seek higher education, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing, but it's not necessary for everybody and it's not everybody's path. And right now it is burdening most, like I said, black women are, are the most educated group of people in the country, but they are also saddled with all of that debt Thank you. That's from getting all of that education Thank and you. they can't get the jobs and they are still not getting the pay 
that they deserve. So for what 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 purpose is it serving? Well, I mean, I have to disagree vehemently. Disagree with you on that, Chris, because education. I mean, this is my. I was indoctrinated this way, you know, by my grandma. All right, education is critical for us. Okay, whether it be trade school, whether it be college, but you have to be. You have to do, you know, you have to be educated in some way, all right, within this system, okay? And we live in a capitalistic system, so it's all competition, right? Stay tuned for part two in our next episode.